what's up everybody welcome back to unsolved mysteries of the reservation oh what's going on y'all we're back thank you for joining us again again Mudo. hit that subscribe button if you have not yet they talk about a bell you hit whenever so yeah it's like a bit like a notification bell so every time that we post they get a notification an angel gets its wings and no. then yeah i have not mentioned this i'm sorry but thank you to everybody that subscribed to our youtube channel we hit a thousand subscribers whoa which is crazy has this been going the whole time i started it but <laughs> dang we okay anyways but uh thank you everybody for subscribing hitting the like button commenting um schedules are really crazy so we try to get back to you whenever we can on our on our personal accounts i guess but thank you so much for subscribing and uh just sharing the videos liking them there's always some cool comments in there they're always like i fall asleep to you guys or you know like i'm at work and i enjoy listening to you guys just passing the time by so i appreciate that thank you so much and um yeah i don't have anything planned for 1k but i might have something planned for 2k <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, get to 2K. We'll, we'll talk. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I just haven't. I forgot about it. Y'all brought that up, and I was like, "Dang, are we really that that many subscribers?" <laughs> it's just hard to believe because it's like, whoa, I've never had like anybody like that many subscribers or something. So that's pretty cool. If you guys get up to 2K, we'll uh, we'll put your name on uh, Russell's back. Yeah, with Tyler's toenails. <laughs> God. Infected. God. I thought Chris might give you a little twerking in the camera. Golly. Hey, now that's that's three thousand right there, boy. He's gonna shake what the creator gave him. <laughs> Need that three G. Watch it spike. There. It's going to spike like COVID. Duh. Go. <laughs> oh, we already hit it. 3K. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. <laughs> you better bring the money maker. All right, Russell, move this table. Our phone's blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> Give me some of that heat. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, someone please stop Tyler Randall. Woo. Someone please, stop him. Please sponsor us. Mountain Dew Zero. Yeah. Come on now. You know, we got a lot of responses. On our Halloween episodes, we got so many responses on the hog meat comment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We ain't even going to talk about that. Man. Hog meat. Why did I say that? I don't know. That was weird. I meant hog fry, and then it just, my words got twisted. That sounded better though. After me, yeah, hog I, meat, boy. I was thinking of sandwiches. Well, I thought you were thinking of Hogwarts from Harry what, Potter. I don't even know what I was I thought thinking. You, I thought you were saying I look like uh, that guy that passed away. Uh, oh, what's oh, his name? Uh, Hagrid. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. R.I.P. But yeah, I thought you were going. I thought you said Hagrid or something, and then you said from Hogmeade. I was like, what? <laughs> Telling you. Now it's hog fry, though. Hog fry. That's what I was trying to say. My words got twisted. Hog fry. Meat hog. Oh, man. Man, I, I, went, like, I, I went back and watched the video, and I posted a clip on, on my Facebook, man. 
the look on all of everyone's faces when you said that. <laughs> I, we were like, what? Hog meat? But yeah. It, Go check out that Halloween episode. We were all dressed up. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Chris is going to give me a muzzle for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good episode. Go check that out if you haven't yet. Go check out every episode we have came out with. Um, we got some listener stories. Yeah. And, and some other things happening on this episode. It's an episode. I'm not going to say the name of it yet, but it's an episode that everybody wanted to hear. Everyone's been talking about this episode, bringing it up on our lives and everywhere <laughs> since we started, and we're going to give it to you. And the but kid, not yet. And the kids at my school. <laughs> I'll tell you all about that in a minute. I got in trouble, <laughs> as I always do. <laughs> my mouth got me in trouble again. Hey, please! At the end of the year, can we just do a Tyler Hot Reel, like where we just post on on the YouTube of just all everything he said, like just every crazy thing he said on this podcast? Dang, you might get him fired. <laughs> well, can't teach forever. I guess. I'm retiring. Looks, <laughs> yeah, retiring looks, early. <laughs> looks very near and dear to your heart right now. Oh. <laughs> So uh, I know who has them. Yeah, who has who the list? I mean, I have I have a, a few, but mine are related to the topic. All right. I don't you want any. me to go first? I'll go first. Uh, Rock paper scissors. No, I, I, I no, got I'm it. Kidding. I'm gonna go ahead and I'll lead this mob. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I got a couple of messages from uh, from Derek Morris again. Um, he yep. is a listener of the show and uh, quickly becoming. Um, Dare I say a friend? Uh, he's definitely, you know, contacted me a few times, and you know, we, we've had some conversations. Um, he's up in um, Tennessee, and he sent me a couple of videos. One is a pretty horrific uh, Bigfoot scream. So I'm going to go ahead and and play this for you. He says that this came from Western North Carolina which is just right over the mountain from where he lives. So I'll play this. Man, that that scream, man. That's imagine, imagine, because like I, my parents have heard that kind of scream before. But just imagine if you're just, you know, you're not expecting something to hit you like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard a Bigfoot scream like that? You've been out, mm-hmm. in, yeah. out in the. Yeah, I've heard uh, similar calls like that. They also make a different type of a, a yell. I mean, that one's more of a uh, what do you call it? Uh, holler. Holler. You know, like a howl. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is that like an alert? How you think, or is that a warning howl, or do we know? I, me personally, I don't know. You know, I don't know what they're saying, but I do know there's differences. I've been out, you know, in the field, and I've heard, you know, different noises like that. Now, you know, of course, you ask the locals, and them, someone will tell you that that's that's the Bigfoot. Someone will say, oh, it might be, 
a big cat or it might be a bear or a wolf or you know they'll they'll have all kinds of explanations you know for it but you know to me that that and those uh wood knocks mm-hmm. you know they're they're actually peculiar the thing that you know i always think is amazing when you hear people talk about this is they don't talk about the feeling that you get and to me that makes the big difference between that and if it was a big cat or mm. a bear or something you know because you might hear that bear in the distance and you won't have no feeling but you'll know you know mm. to watch out you know that's just, but when you hear something actually like that and you know it's real it's not fake you'll feel it all the way down to your bones. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that's uh, that's uh, his, uh, what do you say, Halizwa, you know, his, his medicine, you know. And, and so to me, when he makes those calls like that, you know, I do know it's probably for a reason, you know, but what that reason is, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's, that's yeah, that's... Uh, that type of scream, man, it's pretty pretty wicked. I appreciate that, Derek. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Moto. I have, uh, I don't know if uh, you guys want to, if I can get this to work right, but I got some EVPs from uh, Stacy Price. She's a, a Oklahoma ghost hunter here in the state of Oklahoma. She actually came to our uh, library event and, uh, uh, what was that? Where was that library at? Zorro. Zorro. That was Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We was at Tulsa and uh, she showed up and, you know, she had some stories, you know, stuff. And, you know, again, she's a, a local ghost hunter and she goes all over the place and uh, she has her own page and, uh, and stuff. But she sent me some um, EVPs. So I'm going to play a couple of them if I can get it to work right. Um Let's see if I can get this to play right. Who's standing on the stairs? And that was supposed to say Edward. I'll play it one more time, see if you guys can hear it. Who's standing on the stairs? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Man. And then let's see... uh, If you, uh, this one I'm going to play, see if you can pick out, pick out what it's saying. Did anyone go into the light? Did you guys hear it? Play it again. Did anyone go into the light? It's supposed to be saying yes. Mm -hmm. Let me play one more. And this one. Should be a little bit longer. If you go towards the white light, you can find happiness there. Did anyone go into the light? Let's see if this one. That one's supposed to say father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do oh, okay. hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Man. she, uh, my understanding, she specializes in these EVPs. So you know, again, if you guys are interested, 
I think she does tours and, and different stuff. And uh, her name is Stacy Price. You can find her on Facebook. Mado for yeah, that. Mado. <clears throat> Appreciate that. I sound a little bit like when Russell orders food at the drive thru. Oh. <laughs> Big cheeseburger. <Yes>. <laughs> Father. No. Dang. No, I'm just kidding. Does she bring ever, any of her equipment kidding. to uh, That's cool. the event? Yeah. Um, she was wanting to come to Pawnee, but uh, she said something had come up. She couldn't make it. But at that event, she had some stuff. She thought we might go out and do something. But mm-hmm. that was with the public library, so we were kind of limited on what we could do there. Mm-hmm. And so maybe in a future event, maybe she might come out again and and uh, lend us her expertise mm-hmm. on EVPs. Mm. Does she have that EV, EVP thing? Yeah, she's got oh. all that equipment. She's got that rim pod. She's got several different those uh, ghost box. Mm. Oh, the, ghost actual, box. The, the actual the um, actual equipment, mm. not not a phone. App. Not a phone. Yeah, That's but, cool. But you know, I know a lot of people debate. You know, over those phone apps and those those uh, ghost box and you know stuff like that, but. <clears throat> The thing about it is, no matter what you use, if you believe and you can harness energy for that spirit to communicate, they'll use those tools. Mm. I hear people really debating, well, I don't know about those phone apps, or I don't know about that ghost box or that REM pod. You know, a lot of people can set those off real easy. You know, even old school ghost hunting tools where they take a flashlight and they uh, what do you call it? Kind of make it loose to where if that ghost touches it, it'll turn the light on. Oh, wow. And uh, then you got crystals and you got those... Uh, Prongs? Uh... What was like those those uh, copper water, copper yeah. yeah where they cross? Yeah, those copper wire things. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what they call them, but... Uh, you know, even those, you know... It, you've got to be able to harness to communicate. So, you know, you can say that about any of that equipment, whether, yeah, you sure. know, it's real or not real or fake or whatever. You know, if a ghost wants to communicate with you, he will communicate with mm-hmm. you. He'll use what you have. And sometimes they don't even need anything to communicate with you. You know, they might move something for you or they might make a noise. Or they might knock or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're real open They'll actually talk to you, not in a voice, but through your mind. Mm -hmm. And people forget that, you know, I, you know, again, you know, I've been doing this for quite some time. You know, I've seen all kinds of equipment, seen all kinds of people do equipment. And, you know, the thing I like to do, you know, I like to get multiple equipment. I like the latest, you know, like the phone apps. I like the the actual ghost box and i like to also use like crystals or or some of those uh copper wiring things you know and if they all kind of you know come up with that something's there then you can't really argue i mean because you got different styles of you know equipment whether it's new old or you know just you know whatever you know so that to me is is uh pretty amazing that she has all these evps and 
you know, I've I've heard some pretty good EVPs in my time. Uh, but, you know, for me, you know, I'd rather use this than any kind of equipment because mm. then I can communicate back with them. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. You yeah. know, everybody else is different. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's one thing about spirits. Like, you know, I was, you know, I think we've we've mentioned this before on a, on a podcast was like that ringing in your ears that you get mm-hmm. where it's like kind of it's like a sharp sound you know uh, there's times in my middle of the day i i get that and i'm like dang what is that you know kind of throws you off a little bit but um i have uh i have two stories from uh from a person that i have a youtube comment um that was left to us which kind of pertains to what we're going to talk about today so the first story i have here um she would like to uh, remain anonymous but she's a, a really big fan of the the show the, the tiktok lives the podcast and and she has two stories um I, t- I told you I was gonna get to him. She's like, "Oh, you ain't you ain't tell my stories. It's been two months." Like, so basically, in, this is in the spring of of nineteen ninety eight, and her she was at her uncle's house uh, with her cousin, and her cousin set out traps out behind this house. And one day, you know, one day they were out there and they kind of looking through the traps, and they find this little kind of humanoid furry hand. In the trap with just a hand, and they thought it was real weird. Like, what is that? You know, that's kind of that's odd. It didn't. It looked human, but it didn't. It, it didn't look human, but it was furry. It was ha- like hairy on it. And I believe it was her cousin. Let's see. I believe had some traps, and then they they a hairy hand was found in it. A little small, tiny hand uh, with hair, and he ends up taking it with him. For the rest of the day, puts it in his pocket and is walking around with this thing. That little hand. That little oh hand. And and all of a sudden he gets real sick, like bad sick. They don't. And she says it almost killed him. And her uncle told her to basic or to told him to basically take some tobacco, wrap it in that hand, and take it to where you found it. Mm-hmm. And he got better. And then uh, they went back the next day, and it was gone. Oh, dang. So whatever that was, you know, I mean, you hearing that story, what do you, I mean, I'm thinking maybe, maybe Bigfoot, I, you know, I don't, you know, L, LP maybe, I don't. How big? I mean, they said it was like the toddler, size of a toddler's hand. Mm-hmm. It was hairy. Dang. It was like a monkey paw, like, you know, like make a, I thought you were going to make a wish on it, and like you get yeah. four wishes on the monkey paw or something. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, dang, that's kind of crazy, you know, especially... You know where you know. I think it was out, kind of maybe Red Rock area, I believe. Yeah. So out there. So uh, the second story she told me, and I'm not, you know, that's crazy. I know, right? The toddler. Hey, <laughs> I know. Like I'm trying to envision a like my daughter's hand, you know, right. like Harry. Yeah, yeah, little little bitty hand. Yeah. But to uh, take it. That's crazy. Yeah, to take yeah. it and carry it around all day. Hand. Yeah. Put in your pocket. yeah. Just be like. That's the last thing I think about. <laughs> like, I, you know what? I'm gonna put that in my pocket. Yeah, carry no, that's that crazy. Me. But uh, be chewing on it. <laughs> Dang, he be, put it in the oven, make some jerky out of it. No. Boil, boil water. Y'all know those chicken claws? Y'all seen those chicken claws at yeah. Walmart? That's what it's yeah. like. <laughs> Get that bone broth. Pickled ham. Dang. <laughs> uh, so she tells a second story, and this is a story that was told to us on, li- on TikTok Live, but she never got the chance to fully tell it. She just said, hey, I have a, 
a gargoyle story. Mm, okay. So basically, uh, this happened in Red Rock. And she pulled up to these train tracks in Red Rock. Um, and she kind of looks, you know, it's kind of dark outside. And, I, uh, you know, she's just making sure, you know, there's no train coming. And she looks down about to- two car lengths away. She sees this silhouette of this figure kind of hunched over. And she's like, what is that? You know, I don't, what is, you know, I don't know what that is. All of a sudden she's seen the wings. And it, she said it was basically kind of hunched over when you could see the the wings kind of come out a little bit. And she says, yeah, that's why she never drives in Red Rock anymore. But they said that, you know, in that area, they said that they have seen that gargoyle flying around, mm. you know, in that area. Now, I don't know how recent the story is. She didn't give me a time, but, mm-hmm. but you know, they, she says that they still see it sometimes flying around, Whoa. that gargoyle. That's crazy. I remember that story. But it was hard to put together because mm-hmm. in our lives it's so crazy and wild in there. Like you're you you read like what she say like she looked outside her car and then it's like just that and then yeah. yeah it cuts off because TikTok um you only you could only use so many words mm-hmm. in your comment or whatever and then it's like well what's that from and then you had to I had to piece it together I was like oh this is that story <laughs> yeah. like, okay but now it's it's cool to finally. Kind of get the full, yeah, get the, get the full, yeah. yeah. So no, just ima- I mean, I don't, I haven't really heard a lot of gargoyle stories, and I know that they're out there, yeah. Um, but to me, you know, I always envision. Remember that gargoyles animated show back in the nineties? Yeah. Yeah. That's what Great I, show. I, yeah, that's what I imagined. But yeah. she said this thing kind of looked like, you know, those statues on uh, like in uh, wasn't it France mm-hmm. where they're kind of bent over and they got the long teeth? Yeah, that's essentially what she kind of thinks she saw. It was, it was real small, hunched over. And the wings were kind of retracted back. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a crazy story to know it's, you know, from, you know, me to that camera, you right. know, away, you know, maybe a little further than that. But that's, you know, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Chris posted that video of a gargoyle on the church. I think it was on your Instagram. Mm. Yeah. So I've seen videos of it. It's wild <laughs> yeah. to see that. It's creepy. So I got the one last story, um, and this pertains to kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, I guess it's a little bit of a segue into that. So there's a guy on our YouTube page that he consistently is always commenting, always commenting, and not saying I don't, we don't appreciate that. We just haven't got to, you know, we have so many things that people will send us on YouTube, like people just give us their story in the comments, and we, you know, it's like TikTok. It's hard to read through comments. But this comes from Paul Bird Creek from YouTube comments. But he says one time, you know, his dad mentioned that LP were at the grounds, at the ceremony grounds. And he was a kid when he heard this. But there was some men sleeping, you know, you know, outside and kind of in a in a uh I guess basically kind of in a group, I guess a camp group. Um and all of a sudden they looked over one of the one of the relatives was being dragged off and they couldn't see who was dragging it. And he said that the the relative was like a heavy dude, 500-pound dude, like not a small guy. But he was being basically, you know, carried off into the woods. And, you know, his you know his dad said that he said that's what, you know, this is LP, little mm-hmm. people. Um, but he said he always, you never, you know, you, if you ever walk in the woods and stuff, you know, you just can't cross them. You know, you got to. You gotta respect them, but that's that comes from Paul Bird Creek. I know it's a short story, but you know they said that they saw their relative basically just getting kind of like you know how ants carry. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. It, like he was just like asleep still. 
like Gulliver or whatever. Yeah, no, uh, still, Darby O'Gill. I know, just just slumped out, man, just getting carried <laughs> off. That's crazy. Reminds me of the snake. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of stories about like them having like strength like that, you know. Well he said it was a part of the, and he did mention that, you know. The medicine guy that I guess he's with, and like I said, I don't know what uh, you know what tribe or nation he's with, but he said that he, you know, he felt them mm-hmm. when they after after they got done, you know, with the ceremony, he could feel them when they were around, mm-hmm. and that that's and I guess maybe it, I, he didn't give backstory on you know if that guy did something to him or you know or anything like that, but he just said basically he felt them and he you know he could they could see him mm-hmm. you know kind of get carted off or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's crazy. I heard one about. Oh, did you find that story, Chris? Yeah, but I'll play it later. Okay. I heard one about. I don't know where I heard this from. I don't know if it's a video or audio or something, or maybe YouTube or TikTok. I don't know. Somebody was telling a story about how they were they would carry cows, and uh, this guy and his dad were like. Um, they're walking around or hiking or something and they're walking around this uh, farm or something. And all of a sudden, like they were looking at this farm and then one of the cows are upside down. Dang. And it was like just being like carried somewhere. And then I think the kid was like, what's that? You know, and his dad was just like, just don't look at it or something, you yeah. know, because he knew what it was, but he just like was, his kid was the, the. I think the kid was telling the story, and he was saying like he didn't know like exactly like what was going on. He just remember seeing this. He, there was like nothing underneath the cow. He couldn't see anything, and it was just like this cow upside down, just being like carried, mm-hmm. this full grown cow. And then, and that was that. And then they just, his dad just said, "Come on, let's go." And I think later on he told him that's why he was telling the story. So I don't know where that was. I think that was on this maybe Twitter Spaces. I don't know. Mm. I got invited to one of those in June, so I don't know. I have to think. Yeah, <laughs> that's you saying that made me remember, remember that story. Yeah, that's and that's crazy. You know, that's and you know that's one thing. You know, if you guys aren't aware, our topic today is little people or LP, and that's one thing that I was always taught growing up. You know, I know we mentioned dust devils before in a previous episode, but growing up for me, you know. As being, I've experienced them. I've shared a story, you know, growing up where, you know, you get turned around or, you know, they kind of messing with you or trying to lead you off somewhere. And, you know, that's one thing growing up is, is I think, you know, there's good and there's bad. And I've heard, you know, I've also heard too from family members that, that little people, they can travel interdimensionally. I've heard that too. I know, I know some Creek family that have mentioned that, but that's one thing that, you know, for me, I, I, I look at them in kind of a spooky context, like a trickster context. Um, you know, but I know there are good out there. Um, not saying there isn't, but that's how I kind of look at them. You know, I know the Muskogee, we have some strong belief in, uh, little people. And I know, um, from what I've been told, like what you're talking about, the little ones, they are the ones with the most, the strong, strong medicine. And they're like the, the, the evil ones. And then the ones that are, you know, 
taller, I guess <laughs> would be the right word. They're more like a uh, pranksters and, and, uh, but I guess it all kind of depends on the situation. Cause I know that there are some other stories where, you know, the pranks that they're, or the jokes that they're playing cause real fear mm-hmm. and real, you know, terror in, in the people that they're tricking. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm excited for this topic. This is one that, you know, I think I probably have the most stories for, yeah. um, just like growing up and hearing them. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> you know, I, I, I commend you guys on, you know, taking on this topic cause most of you guys won't make it home tonight. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just teasing. But no, you know, uh, both of you guys are right. You know, um, there are different forms of, of, of these uh, we call LPs or little people. You know, and there's stories all through Indian country that, you know, address these type of beings, you know. And, and a lot of these different, oh, we say different types of LPs have different names and just like Tyler was mentioning you know some do certain things and some you know are mischievous some are evil you know some are invisible you know and you know for native people and you know again you know I'm going to address Muscogee people you know first you know because that's who I am you know and you know, with us, you know, we, we have, you know, uh, good stories about them, you know, about them coming, you know, giving us our dance, you know, our medicines, you know, a lot of the medicines you see at our grounds, you know, come from them. You know, those songs that, you know, they use, and I'm talking about the old ancient ones, you know, not the ones that's converted in today's Muscogee. I'm talking about the ones that are in the original languages, you know, those incantations, they came from those people. And so with that being said, you know, again, you know, like uh, Mr. Randall was saying, they got a lot of power, you know, to address, you know, Yehola's, you know, uh, uh, question or, you know, the thing that he brought up, you know, I was always told that, you know, some of these, you know, beings, you know, they, they are very powerful. But, oh, how you say, their world is reversed, they used to say. Those old-timers, when they would tell stories, like, you know, they might be taking you somewhere to go hunt herbs or to teach you something. You know, they might get to this big body of water, big river, and they'll grab you by the hand and they'll take you across the water. It's like one leap and they're already on the other side. But then they'll come to like a little uh, crack in the ground where there's a little water streaming. And they'll ask you, can you help me get across? I can't do it, you know. And, you you know, you pick them up and you carry them across. You know, you just step over. You know, their world is like that. You know, they have, oh, how you say, things that they can do and things they can't do. You know, and, you know, just like... um like we said before, you know, uh, for the Muscogee people, we have different forms of these entities. You know, one that they describe, and this is probably one of your most fierce ones. They say he has like a pig face. And he's actually, you know, they say a foot, 
maybe a little bit taller than a foot tall. But his power, you know, he can do a lot of things. You know, again, uh, a lot of those uh, people that's up to no good kind of call upon these to do certain kind of witching, you know, or, or taking care of someone in a bad way, you know. And, you know, you have these other ones that are more like trolls, you know, or described like trolls, you know, little short men, you know, real. I think I heard Tyler describe one of them. They're real. You mean they, they look raggedy, rugged, you know, their hair is long and unkept and their clothes are tattered, you know. This one, you know, they say, you know, he he can be super evil and he's hard to control, you know, and this one loves to run off with children. Mm. You know, uh, they say, you know, and if your child ends up missing, you know, it's probably one of these things. So there was a way that they would go hunt for them, you know, to get those children back. You know, and sometimes they had the power and sometimes they didn't, you know. And then you have some that are what you would consider more like a fairy. You know, they got wings and they're they're small. And these are more like, a, how you say, woodland spirits. You know, they uh, take care of the woods and the herbs, you know. Uh, I know uh, Tyler mentioned this before that, you know, when you go hunt herbs, you know, sometimes there's a ritual before you can do that. You know, and if you don't do those things, those kind of things come and hide those things from you. Or you might need this special herb, but it's surrounded by nothing but snakes. You know, that's those things. You know, they're, they're telling you, you ain't right. Don't touch this or you're going to regret it. And, you know, of course, they come in different ways, too. You know, and then you got these ones that fly, you know, up in the air. And these ones, you know, some refer to them as uh, like half crow, half man or half human. You know, they have the wings and the head, but they'll have a little body like a human. And those are are wicked things, you know. Uh, They don't also come as crows, but they come as blackbirds as well. You know, and they can shapeshift into a full bird or they can come to you half, you know, and those things, you know, they have stories in our old country down in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama that would come and, and try to take over villages and bring all kinds of sicknesses. Mm. You know, and again, you know, when they had these kind of things, they would call upon the good ones, you know, give them offerings and things to kind of ward those things off. And there's a song that goes along with that, you know, to call them. And, you know, they say, you know, if those things are around, you know, people get really sick, 
and they die, and their children will be born deformed. You know, that's how wicked these things are. You know, and they said, you know, that used to be prominent way back. You know, that's why they had stories like that. You know, then you had these other ones that were like, um, oh, what do you call it? They were, oh, they were also half animal and half human, but they were little. They were small. You know, uh, one, again, these are pretty much all evil entities. You know, this one that I'm getting ready to talk about, he looks like he was part of a bear, you know, like a half bear, half human. You know, and this one was fierce. You know, he he came and, you know, he took women and children, but he really preferred, how you say, uh, uh, women that were pregnant. Mm. And that's the one that would he would take off because he liked the taste of that baby mm. you know and, you know so that's what he would do then they have one that's uh uh they describe it it's like you know it shows up like an otter and sometimes it comes as a half otter half man you know but again you have to understand these are little little beans and when you see these you know they'll see them in water they swim, and they can also be known to chase you up trees. And again, these these things, these things, kind of were after mm, how you say people not so good. So I don't know how evil you would consider that, but anyway, it craved people that was you know, I guess how you say bullies or mean people and uh, you would always know that these things were around because these things they say would eat their heart but in reality they didn't eat their heart they just kind of I guess what you would call today a massive heart attack you know uh, and my, my understanding was you know the creator created this thing to come and collect you know, somebody acting up too much, that's what this thing did, you know. You got out of too much out of hand, you know, that thing would come get you, you know. So, again, you know, there are different forms of LPs, you know, even, that. this is what I'm just discussing from Muskogee Creeks. Like I said, we've got a whole bunch of these type of entities. This is just top of the hat. This isn't all of them. But this is just the ones that I'm going to address today. But, you know, again, you go up north, you know, they've got some that are are friendly. You know, the Dakotas, you know, they consider them as friends. You know, they say don't be afraid of them. You know, uh, and the way they describe theirs, they're like two feet tall, you mm. know. And so... Anyway, you know, that's how they describe theirs, you know, and again, majority of these ones that, you know, you would consider, oh, how you say, non-threatening, I won't say they're all non-threatening, but, you know, if you make them mad, they, they'll take care of you, mm -hmm. but, you know, and 
a majority of them they they come in peace uh but they always say that you know they dress like the indians that they were around mm. you know so if they're in pawnee they'll be look like pawnees mm. old school pawnees mm. not these Dang, don't say it. I was about to say, I was like, don't, don't say Russell. Say, don't, don't be dressing up like Russell. No, I'm just kidding. No. no, I'm talking about old, old school. I'm talking about, you know, even before the removals. Mm, yeah. You know, those style of Indians, they all had their different look. You know, today, even how we look at Indians, it's all made up by the white man. Mm. You know, the, the, the way we think of each other dresses, you know, but that's that's more white man way of thinking that's how bad we are as natives we we even believe in what the white man says how we looked you know but mm. you know those older indians they all had their distinguished look about them and they had things that said who they were on their clothes whether it's the colors or the designs you know or the beadwork you know and that's how these things you know, they had that old, old way about them, and they would dress like the original people in that area. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, again, you know, to me, you know, you hear stories like that all through Indian country in Canada, Alaska, you know, even New Mexico, you know, Mexico area, you know, they have little people. Mm-hmm. But then you think about across the waters, mm. you know, with Europeans and stuff like that. They had their own. And if you look at their little people stories, you know, whether it's the leprechaun or the, uh, what they call it, gnomes? Gnomes, gnomes from yeah. Germany. Yeah. Or the golems, too, I think. Go- golems and uh, what else is The Windes? Yes. That's Mexico. Mm-hmm. Or that's, Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Yeah. And uh, don't they, let me ask you this, Chris. Um, with Gugway, was that fit in that? I know that there's is that or is that a is that a different type of being? I've heard that name before, especially when you talk about the hairy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would consider that you know as one, you know, because again, you know, you're talking about all man like mm. little entities, yeah. mm-hmm. and they all had different supernatural abilities. You know, even the uh, Vikings, you know, they had, you know, hairy little people, too. Mm -hmm. And those were wicked, wicked, evil things. You know, uh, Africans, they have, amongst all their many tribes, they all have a little person story. You know, if you go far, far back, you know, and even in those... uh, Oh, how you say Arabic countries? Mm-hmm. You know they've got things too, and yeah. a lot of theirs is pretty wicked. You know, and then you go around. You know, uh, was it Italy? You know, they have stories of those things too. Mm-hmm. So all across the world, you know, you have them telling not only one style of story, but there's different forms of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is pretty awesome because, you know, like I said, you know, Ireland's known for their leprechauns, but there's other ones that they used to believe in, too. And so their little people was just as diverse as our little people here. So, again, you know, they had different names, different abilities, 
Some you called upon, some of them you wanted to ward off from. Some took your children, some took your wife, sometimes even some took the breadwinners, mm-hmm. which is the male mm-hmm. during those times, you know, and to me, you know, it just depends on where you're from and what kind of story they have, but you know, they're all similar basically. And to me that's what you know, I think uh Mr. Randall says that kind of what do you say kind of justifies it or yeah yeah uh makes it real yeah I forgot what big word you use but <laughs> I know you one of those educated men oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, no I've I've got a story um a really interesting story because I've only heard this one other time and it makes complete sense when you were talking about like they live in sort of like this reverse world. Cause that's kind of what the story is. There was an old, uh, he let say, uh, that he told this story about, um, you know, a generational, he let say, uh, had just gotten married. So this didn't happen to him. It happened to, you know, he let say, or medicine maker before them, before him. And he said that he had gotten married and the night that they had gotten married, it had rained and he woke up the next morning and you know, it was still just about daybreak and he was going to go for a walk. And he said, you know, he just was feeling good, you know, just got married. Life was perfect, you know, and he's just going to go get a cup of coffee and he's, you know, going for a walk. And he said he was walking and he heard little voices um, in the woods and um, those voices kind of call called to him and he went to find those voices and he said he came across this little clearing and he said there was two little people that spoke muskogee and they were dressed like you said like the old ones and when they saw him they said you know holy can you help us you know we've been all we've been dancing all night and the rain came and it flooded uh our our dance grounds and we're, we're stuck we can't get across um and so he was looking around for a way to help them and he said he found like an old sapling tree and um that had been kind of broke over and so he kind of broke the sapling tree over and he said when they did that that those little people said like god oh, there is the strongest man in the world he's the strongest man in the world man. and so he laid that uh sapling across this little creek i guess or this little stream or whatever um you know for us probably like a drainage ditch or something it wasn't anything major but he laid that tree down and the little people crossed it and when they got across it they looked back to him and said thank you you know like come we want to we want to celebrate we want to tell tell you know we're going to you we want to thank you for this what you've done for us we want to tell everybody what you have done for us and so he, they said, you know, follow us. And so this medicine maker, you know, went across that sapling with them. He went down to like this little hill part and there was a hole in the ground. Um, and the little people went into this hole kind of built on the side of this mound. And they said, follow us. And the medicine maker said, I can't fit in there. And they said, you have to believe that you can fit in here. You will fit in here. If you believe it, you will fit in here. And so um, they went inside that hole. It's probably about the size of a rabbit hole or so. And the medicine maker 
put his hand in there and sure enough like he could reach in there and feel around just cavernous like it was a big cavern and so he stuck his head in there i kind of picture it kind of like winnie the pooh (laughs) (laughs) you know getting stuck in rabbit's hole um but he fit down inside this cavern and then they looked back and when they saw him in this cavern they said oh he's here the strongest man in the world is here and he said follow us um he said so the only kind of like he could he couldn't stand up all the way he was kind of hunched over and they followed him down this little tunnel and when they came to this other little clearing part we was going to open up into this larger room um there was a bunch of snakes mm. and the man said i can't go no further there's those snakes are going to get me and they said the little people laughed at him and said uh you know, we only put those snakes there to scare people away because we don't want people coming to us. So those snakes are there. They're not going to hurt you. And the medicine maker said, you know, there's, I see cotton mouths and I see rattlers and I see, you know, all these venomous snakes. And then the little people laughed. Well, I thought you were the strongest man in the world. The strongest man in the world wouldn't be afraid of these snakes. And they said, if you believe that they won't hurt you, the snakes won't hurt you. And then they went on. And he left him there and he said, you know, he had gotten this far on belief and that he walked through those snakes and those snakes didn't bother him. They just left him alone and he ducked down and he opened up into like this little, another, like a room and they looked people, the little people saw him and they said, you know, the strongest man in the world is here. Mm. And they said, come sit with us and then we're going to teach you our songs. And they asked him if he was thirsty. And he said, I am thirsty. And they gave him like a little acorn with medicine in it. They said, drink this. And he drank that. And he said he just felt, you know, alive like he had never felt before. Mm. And then they said, are you hungry? And he said, I am hungry. And they said, well, you know, we'll we'll feed you. Let us feed you. And you're going to stay here with us for three days. And the man said, I can't stay. I, I, I just got married. And. They said, we're going to stay stay here for three days and we'll teach you our songs and we'll feed you. And he said that the little people went off and then they came back with a grasshopper with a little arrow in it. Mm. And then they said, you know, here, have this turkey. We bought, we, we killed this turkey for you. And he said, you know, it's not, that's, that's a grasshopper. <laughs> and they said, again, if you believe that this is a turkey, then it's a turkey. And they pulled off a leg and he ate the leg and it said it tasted like the best roasted turkey that he had ever eaten and they said that you know we're gonna teach you our songs and so he decided to stay there he had gotten that far and he stayed there for three not for three days and they taught him songs and they taught him medicines and um when they were done on the fourth day they said you know you can go home now and you can just go back the way you came in. And he said he went back, um, you know, he went went through the snakes and he went went throughout the hole and he went back home. And he said when he got back home that his wife was still in bed and he woke her up and said, I'm, you know, I apologize like I've been gone. And she said, what do you mean? That he had never been gone. He'd only been gone that morning. Mm. That he had, when, she, when he got back, he was trying to apologize. And she said, what are you talking about? <laughs> like wow. you've only been, you've, you've, you haven't been gone three days. You just, yeah. you've been here. You know, yeah. like, I just, we just got married last night and he was 
oh, okay, you know. So I, that's a story when you're talking about them saying, you know, um, mm. they couldn't cross that little mm-hmm. stream, and then they celebrated him as being the strongest man in the world, and mm. then made fun of him because he was scared Damn. of the snakes. And so that, that's a good one, and I've heard. I love that story. That's a good. That one. is a great story. I, I want to caution all those Indian men out there. Please don't try to do that to your Indian woman because <laughs> you won't have a good outcome. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> the little people took me. You've been gone three days. Dang. <laughs> blame it on them. <laughs> No, but you know that's one thing that you know. You tell that story, you tell that story. And I've, tr- I've tried it; it don't work. <laughs> Try to start blaming. I said, "No, nah, this little people. He, he wears a Raiders hat." It's <laughs> <laughs> the wrong little people. I'm not gonna lie when you when you said uh, when you were describing what they look like. And you said, "Yeah, you know, even if they're Pawnee." And I looked at, I, I just imagine, uh, 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 you know, LP dressed in an unsolved mystery of the reservation T-shirt yeah. with the sweats, <laughs> little top and no knot. shoes, <laughs> chilling. Got the got the talons out, got the headphones on. <laughs> got got the ashiest ankles you'll ever see. Oh. Hey, really ragging on him over there. <laughs> Oh, no, uh, I'm, I'm I'm real happy that you told that story. You know, those are old traditional Muscogee stories. Yeah, I haven't told that story in years. And you know, uh, the the beauty about that, you know, is we've got so much more stories like that. You know, and but also we have I don't know what you would say not so old stories. You know, uh, you'll hear stories. You know, of of people interacting with those. Little people, like I had told before, you know, there was an individual that, you know, he was a young man, and I think I, I told that where, you know, they, he went with them, and when he came back, he wasn't right. You know, he, all that knowledge that they gave him kind of short-circuited him, but, you know, he could tell the future, he could tell things, you know, he had a lot of power, but he lost things. You know, so they always said, be careful, you know, you know, if you do go with them, because some of the power that they give you is, you know, can short circuit your mind so much, you mm. know. And they said, you know, if you were to seek, seek knowledge like that, there was a way about going about it, you know, fasting and, you know, making yourself right and, you know, making your mind and your body strong. So whatever gift that they give you, you know, you'll be able to handle it, you know. But, you know, again, there's other stories. You know, I know um, I've heard this one, you know, uh, about my great-great-grandmother. You know, they moved uh, to this Tulsa area, you know, because uh, my great-grandpa had, you know, got a job. And, you know... Um, he was uh, to work up here in the Tulsa area, but this was way before it was like it is today, you know. And uh, they were living in a house, uh, I guess what you say, west of Tulsa. And, uh, you know, my, they always said my great-grandma, you know, growing up, you know, um, she knew things, you know. and uh, She was known to play, you know, with those little people and 
<clears throat> you know, she was starting to get up in age, you know, and, you know, when they moved up here, you know, she was getting kind of sick, you know, and, and uh, they said she would tell her, her children that the LPs are visiting her, and they said if they would, if she would go with them, that they would heal her, they, they would do things for her, and help her, and, uh, you know, she kept telling stories like that, and, you know, of course, you know, their kids, you know, kind of thought, well, <clears throat> maybe she's starting to lose it or something, you know, maybe, you know, things aren't, you know, maybe she's getting ready to take that long walk, and anyway, she kept telling them, you know, every night, you know, they're ca calling, they're, they jump on my window, and they're telling me, come with them, come with them, and they'll heal you, you know, they'll take care of this sickness, and, you know, you'll be all right, you know, and, and she considered them friends, you know, you know, because she communicated with them all throughout her walks of life. Anyway, uh, they said uh, one evening uh, her kids wanted to go check on her, you know, to see how she was doing, you know, and they just had this funny feeling to go in there. And they they all walked in there and opened up her door and they saw those little people trying to pull her out that window. Mm. And of course, you know, they kind of tried to run them off and stuff. And, and finally, you know, they were able to break the, you know, the hold. And, you know, of course they had to call in, you know, someone to kind of take care of those things. But, you know, that medicine man said, well, they probably really like your grandma, and they're probably really honest on that. They probably could, you know, take care of that sickness, you know, if you guys want want that. You know, but, you know, back then, you know, they were kind of scared of those things, so they said, no, we just, you know, rather her, you know, be here with us, you know, not to go with them, so... The uh, medicine man did what he was supposed to, and those things quit coming around. But uh, not too long after that, my great-grandmother passed away. Mm. So, you know, I always, when I hear that story, I thought, dang, what would have happened if they would have let her, mm. yeah. you know, go? But, you know, again, you know, that's us wanting more life, you know, live longer. And sometimes yeah. that's not always the best, you know, so that's what I was told. But, you know, you'll hear stories like that around Creek Country to this day. Mm -hmm. You know, I've told this story before, but, you know, I my kind of experience with them and, and hearing these stories is, you know, have been kind of mixed, good, bad, kind of helping out and, the Res Dogs episode where it was called Mabel when her grandma when her grandmother died. I think about that, you know, I thought about that episode and I was like, man, that's that reminds me of a story. This comes out of this is out uh, out in Bunch, uh, kinda east of Tahlequah. And it's Cherokee country and, and my grandma was growing up out there in this shack basically. It had a you know kind of an old school Indian blanket over the door and the windows and and all that kind of stuff and you know she 
she'd always lay lay in bed. She'd hear something kind of rustling around, you know. And she asked her uh, uh, her I guess it's her family member asked uh, asked her and said, uh, "Hey, you know why are you leaving that food out? You know why are you leaving that you know that you know that stuff out?" She goes, "We gotta you know we have to make sure we you know." We we feed them and, and make sure that we you know, respect them. You know, we accidentally built a, a house on their trail, and this offering is to keep them from, you know, to keep not keep them at bay, but basically, you know, you know, apologize and 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 offer that we apologize. We built our house on this trail, your trail, and so one night she she was laying in you know kind of. He didn't have no beds. It was all one room house. And she's laying. She hurts it, hurt it again. She looked over and it was, you know, one of those, you know, little people that you talk about, you know, with the good dress on, like the old school. And she said she looked at him and they were just sitting there taking the food back. I guess back to their, their people. And, you know, that's one thing I always kind of think about sometimes when I hear that story, you know, and especially when we talk about little people. I always think about, you know, you know, the trails that they have, you know, you always, you know, I was always told if you cross their trail, you'll be able to tell because there's mushrooms in a circle. Um, You know, there's different things that, that signifies their trail, you know, and I've heard people, you know, stories, you know, that some like, for instance, there's a story out of Ufala, basically they messed up this trail and. They got real sick, almost died. Mess man had to come and kind of help them out and say, "Hey, you need to fix that trail." You went through and wrecked their entire trail, so you had they had to go back and fix it and you know give offerings to you know apologize that we disrespected your 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 lane, your your house, basically. And I always think about those stories, you know, because I live in you know I live in an apartment, you know, and. You know, you always hear people having weird stuff going on in their house. Like I had a buddy of mine who had his glasses missing because he was down in Tahlequah, you know, messing around, and he lost his glasses for like a week. And he and they he found them under his doorstep. Kind of doorstep kind of protrudes out a little bit. They were hidden just perfect, where he'd step right over it every day, right in front of him. And so I always wonder about that. If if you know if as civilization has expanded. Are, are we, you know, are we protruding on that that land, you know, that that their land, their sacred land, and their ceremony ceremonial grounds, and but that's one thing that you know, as like I said, growing up, a story that and I and I'll kick it over to one of you guys after this and maybe get your opinion on this, or if you've heard anything like this, but I used to hear a story out of Cherokee country growing up that there was a guy that he had him in jars. And he had him in there. He basically had him as friends, and they'd get help him get medicine to help people around in that area. Um, the story that I was told was basically uh, this. He's now, I think he's gone now, but uh, he was saying that basically he knew this guy was a medicine man. He went to his house, you know, snuck into his house. He said on the wall there was all these little people on the wall in jars. And they're all labeled, you know, different things. Like, oh, this one will help me get, 
you know, if you got a headache, you know, whatever it is, the medicine that you need, or, or hey, or you got an open wound, this is the one that you you take with you. And he said that he came came out of that house, and the medicine man was there with one in his pocket. I guess he was curing somebody, helping somebody out, and he had to had to he had to take that one, the one that he had in his pocket. It was kind of, uh, you can see it kind of moving around. But I was curious if y'all have y'all heard anything kind of similar to that or anything of that nature well i've heard a couple of stories one is like a personal story well, i think i told y'all i remember told it off air or whenever but um this happened probably about a month ago i guess it was maybe about a month ago two or three weeks ago time's kind of going by quick but mm-hmm. um we have a guy uh down the street from us that kind of dabbles in woodworking um, in his garage, he, you know, does all these little carvings and, you know, always, you know, tinkering around in his garage or whatever, um, doing these carvings. And he had a tree in his yard that had got blown over in a storm. And so, um, it was a pretty good sized tree. So the only thing that's left now is, you know, like a, probably about a six foot trunk. I mean, the, he had cut it all down, you know, but the roots and the, so deep down probably underneath his driveway at this point you know he can't can't really do much with it so it's just like about a six foot you know i don't want to say stump because it's not really a stump you know it's like a tree trunk well long story short he built uh, or he carved into the side of it a door um you know and he's painted it all up and then he also has these little lights that he put out that are like mushrooms Hmm. you know and so my son you know, he's three and he always goes, you know, down there because these guys got stuff put out in his yard and stuff, you know, for Halloween and Christmas and, you know, Thanksgiving he does peanuts and then Christmas he does Grinch. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Long story short, he saw that door and I told him, I said, you know, you probably shouldn't go up next to that door and you shouldn't mess with that door, you know, and he asked me why. And I, and I just told him, I said, you know, you know, we believe that, you know, if you build something like that, then things can come and visit that. They could live in trees. <laughs> so I was trying to explain it to him, and I just called him an LP. I didn't give him this creek name yet because I don't know if he's ready for that. <laughs> so we just called him LPs. Well, um, kind of flash. We've been talking about that, and he's like, those LPs still live in that house, Dad, Dad? I'm like, Maybe. I said, you know, just never know, you know, so every time we, there's a LP house. So like every time we walk by it now, he knows that's a LP house or an LP door. Um, but he was having bad dreams, um, at night and, um, he was waking up in the middle of the night and he has these little sound, this little sound box on his dresser and, you know, to, to turn it on, you know, before he goes to bed at night, I flip this little, he calls it his tweet tweets cause it makes bird sounds or it makes water sounds or it makes soft music you know it has like a little light night light on it too so every night i turn his tweet tweets on but um, he was having nightmares and i was having to get up to turn on his music machine back on to get him to go back to sleep and i'd hold him you know like you're safe it's okay you're just having a bad dream and um anyway long story short so we had come home, we had, he and I had gone to this um, youth, this little native youth program down in Glenpool, and we had stopped to got him, got him Happy Meal, 
because it was it's after school and you know we live about 45 minutes from Glenpool. Well, we had come home and I was getting him out of the car seat that night and he had had some french fries <laughs> like, you know, um in his car seat and I took those french fries and I just kind of tossed him in the yard. And he goes, don't throw my French fries in the street. And I was like, I didn't throw them in the street. I just threw them out in the yard. I said, it's kind of good. I said, because those little people, they like things like that. I said, and if you, you know, if you take things and you, you know, tell them, you know, like, this is, this is for you, you know, to, you know, enjoy and, you know, leave us, you know, you do things for us or bless us or, you know, come to it. If you come to them in that good way, they can do good things for you. And I had told him that. Well, he went to bed that night and, um, same routine. We always had read him a book, told him good night, turned his tweet tweets on, went to bed. And, uh, during the middle of the night, he had had a nightmare again. he had had a bad dream. Um, but I thought my wife had gone to get up to turn his music box back on cause I heard it click on and I had woken up that morning and it's it also on a timer and only does it for like one hour and then it turns itself off. Well, I get up about five thirty, and I got up and I heard that music box was still on. And I was like, nudge my wife. I was like, did you turn his music box on? And she said, no. And she goes like, I thought you did that. And I said, no, I didn't turn that music box on. So I went in there and homeboy was sound asleep, <laughs> but that music box was on, you know? And so let him sleep, got ready for work, you know, and then I went to get him up that next, you know, about an hour or so later. And I go, did you get up out of bed and turn your music box on? He said, no. He goes, no, Dada, I did not turn, get up. And I was like, man, that's weird. <laughs> so I was like thinking, you know, like, man, after we threw them French fries out in the yard, maybe they came in and turned that music box on because there is no other explanation for it other than. Does it help him sleep? It helps him sleep because I every mm. time he has a bad dream, I got to go in there and hold him, tell him it's okay. And you know what's even crazier about that is he hasn't really had any bad dreams since then. Mm. He has not had. I mean, it was frequently like at least one every night. I need you to. I need you to ask that neighbor if he knows something. <laughs> I've been. I need you to because I'm curious about that. Because he has not had a bad dream yeah. since that night. I mean, that I can think of. I mean, he might get up, but he's, you know. He doesn't like, he'll be like, my foot hurts or, you know, something mm. like that. Like he take a socks off or whatever it is. But no, if, when he has a bad dream, he'll say like, I had a bad dream. And, but he hasn't had a bad dream since mm. that night. And he was having them pretty frequently. And his music box was c- clicked on. You know what I mean? It's weird. You know, maybe that, maybe they, you know, that's kind of what, what kind of what I think. Maybe they, maybe they, they think that they thought he needed that, you know, cause it yeah. was helping him out. Maybe, yeah. you know. But I always kind of thought too, and I, I mean, I asked you immediately, you know, when I said, you know, like these French fries, you know, you, you leave them stuff like that. They could come and do, when you come to them in that good way, you know, they can come and do nice things for you too, you know, so yeah. maybe turn his music box. Dang, I mean, they like it, children, you know, I mean, it's. Dang, now we know they like McDonald's. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I, a real Indian. <laughs> I would just be cautious, you know, especially, you know, since your son is so young. You know, if they like him, you know, they might try to take off with him, you know. So just be, yeah. be cautious of stuff like that when you do yeah, do that kind of stuff. I mean, they won't mean to harm him, but, you right. know, again, they might give him a gift that he might mm. not be able to be ready for. So right. just be cautious on those kind of things. But, you know, there's a lot of, 
you know, little things like that when it comes to LPs, you know, that, you know, those old ones used to tell, you know, uh, things to look out for, you know, dealing with those things. Yeah, it's good to feed them, good to give them offerings, but, you know, again, be ready. If you do that, they're going to start coming around, Mm. and are you going to be able to handle it? And sometimes, you know, you might be feed intentions to feed the good ones, but the bad ones might show up too. So, again, you know, that's why I say, you know, just be cautious on those kind of things. You know, those things come around and, you know, look for those telltale signs. If you start having bad luck and, you know, things start going, you know, south, as they say, you might want to go visit somebody, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. So, Chris, I got a question to ask you. I've heard this. Now, I don't know if, the, you know, you hear things, but, you know, I was told that, you know, there's certain lands that are designated, like, they ha- it's almost like territories. That, like, some tribes are located with the bat, the, the tricksters. Some tribes, some you know, are, their land is on the good ones. Is that, is there any, you know, is that something, you know, that the information that you have on that? Because I'm I just, just curious. Yeah, you're exactly right. There's areas... You know, just like you and I, you know, you, you live in what, Broken Arrow. Mm-hmm. I live in Skytech, you know, uh, Tyler, what, Glenpool? No, I live in Broken Arrow, too. I live oh. on the, way on the east side. Okay. Oh, you're so, over there. By well, yeah. it was kind of like my story because, like, where we were at, that was all. I mean, it's recently been developed mm. I mean, for years and years and years, you know. Yeah. It's just all farmland. In fact, I mean, I remember my great-grandfather telling me, like, in the field that our house is now used to just be a field and he knew everybody who owned that land and he mm-hmm. we could drive through broken arrow and he could tell you like so-and-so owns that so-and-so owns that and where we were at which is another reason why i was wondering about that there used to be this big old ugly burly tree in that field and my mm-hmm. great grandpa always told me you see that tree right there that's the oldest tree in broken arrow mm-hmm. that's the oldest tree in broken arrow and they've taken that out now, and they built houses over there, shopping centers over there. So, like, what my what I, my original point, which I kind of got lost in my story, was you're talking about civilization mm. kind of building on their lands. Yeah, where do these things go? Yeah. And I've heard stories of those little ones, like, moving and, you know, people seeing them and saying, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And they're like, well, we're moving because they're building on our land. Yeah. And sure enough... You know, six months later, highway goes through or something like that. You know, that's uh, you know, those old ones. You know, and I've said this before, but you know, you know, those old ones would tell you, you know, before you move in, before you build a house, or you know, uh, you uh, do development there, you have to kill the ground because you know you don't know what lived there before or what died there. You know, and so when they go in there and they, what they call kill the ground, that means they take any of those supernatural beings, you know, out of the mix. You know, then you can go and build your house or your business or whatever. But, you know, I think that's a, you know, that's a very interesting story. And I was trying to sit there and think, you know, uh, I like those Irish people. They always got stories like, you know, creeks. But, you know, again, we... We had that relationship with those guys across the waters. And, you know, they have a famous castle over there. And I can't think of the name of it. 
Yeah, but, you know, they considered that, you know, they built that castle on those little people's land. Mm. And since the day that they built that castle, you know, just bad things have happened. But that castle still stands today. And, you know, they always say, you know, you hear ghosts, you you, you see things, you know, and just out, off the wall crazy stuff in there. You know, a lot of those ghost shows have gone there to this. I can't think of the name. I know, of, I know what castle you're talking about. I just can't think of the name of it. I, I can't think of the name of it. So, you know, but anyway, I, I think of stories like that, you know, and, you know, again, you know, you go into a lot of these Indian communities and you'll hear similar type of stories, you know, about that, you know. So I think that's amazing. But, oh. Chris, you know anything about leprechauns? Because I, I don't know, my aunt told me this story when I was a kid. I don't know if it was just to scare me or not. But she said, I mean, she's passed away and the house is torn down, but. I was always afraid to go to that house because she was saying that there's like, she said it was like a little man or something that lived in her house, but she's called it a leprechaun. And she said like she's seen it once and it had like really long hair and it's just like a little man and it would just disappear. But when they were like falling asleep, they could hear it in the attic. Like, mm-hmm. like they could hear it like running around and stuff and then it would come down from the attic into the house and it would run around and I don't know if it was getting food or not, but that's what she would tell me. And then I don't know if it was to scare me, but I would never spend the night there. I would <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but, I should tell you that story. And you want to spend the night? Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember like, over? you know, me and my dad would go over there a lot. And then she would tell us that, you know, like updates on it and stuff. And I don't, it always like freaked me out. And then I always remember growing up, I'd look at that house and be like, man, that's where that thing is, you know? Like, I didn't want to say it. I was just like, oh, man. Like, and I, there's a window up in the attic, too. And I always, like, would think, like, dang, might be looking out, out mm. you know? And then I was like, <laughs> but it was like freaky. It's like hearing, like, that little man thing. And then she would, she would make those noises like that, mm. be up in the attic and stuff, and then just running around when they're trying to sleep. But I guess they're so used to it and everything. And then that, they tore that house down. So there was nothing that they would find of something like that. So I don't know, but she called it a leprechaun. Yeah. And so I don't, oh, what I was going to say is, you know, again, that's interesting. you know, the, the thing, you know, with the Muscogee people, we had a, a, a connection with those Irish and Scottish people. That's why we got, mm-hmm. you know, some, some creeks have those last names, you know, like McIntyre, McIntosh, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some of those other, you know, real, uh, Irish and Scottish names, mm-hmm. you know, and we had that relationship because when they came over, you know, they brought a lot of their things. And when they saw Indian folks and they learned about Indian folks that we had clans and, you know, of course, you know, they really connected with the Creek people at that time. People don't know that kind of history. And um, anyway, to make a long story short, they also brought some of their beliefs over. You know, some of their uh, medicine ways at that time, you know, and again, you know, some of those stories, you know, again, you know, Creeks, we have like a leprechaun thing, you know, entity, you know, as well. But I believe that came from overseas. Mm -hmm. You know, they brought that over to us, 
you know, uh, not only with us, but even the Cherokees had that too. You know, Cherokees also had, you know, a, a strong relationship with those people as well. And so to make a long story short, you know, yes, there are stories like that amongst our Indian people. You know, again, I, I believe those origins of those type of entities came from across the waters because they were mischievous too. They could bring you good luck. You know, if you cornered them and you, know, you captured them, they believed if you captured them, you have to really know what you're doing for one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you captured them, again, you could get what you wanted. And they said for ultimate power, though, get this. And it's not like the Leprechaun movie. These guys would, <laughs> they would kill it and boil, boil it down to its bones. Mm. And they would put his bones in a bag. Now, this came from across the waters, Mm -hmm. that belief. And, again, you'll hear stories amongst the Muscogee, Cherokees, Seminoles, Miccosukees about stories just like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, that castle that you're talking about, it's called Leap Castle. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Thank you for that. And that's, you know, like I said, that's uh, awesome. You'll see all those ghost shows going over there, and, you know, they – Go running out, but man, I wish I could get a chance to go over there. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, you us out there. Guy, I know. <laughs> Anyone in, in Ireland? Come on, bring, bring us yeah. over. Yeah, bring us over. <laughs> we, we, we don't eat much. No. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you know, that's one thing that, you know, you had mentioned something or, uh, with the, the old Muskogee story that you told. You know, there's something I haven't ever really talked about. Um, I actually brought it up to my mom this past weekend um, of a time when we first, then they first moved over into their house. I had forgot about this. And, you know, with the missing time, but, you know, not really being gone that long type thing. So we moved out to where my parents are now in, in 2005. And there's a lot of things I've told stories on Okie podcast about things that go on out there. I, the Dogman story, we got, you know, kind of wolf type creatures out there and you know, Bigfoot and things like that. But when we first moved out there, literally the first day we were out there, we were like, let's, we got 20 acres. Let's, let's start exploring around being kids, you know? And one thing too, another thing that I was always told growing up is the little people like to hang around Springs. Uh, and they like to, that's kind of like, you know, where, where they, sometimes where their home is. Well, on this property, where my parents live now, there's a spring on there. And we were down there, and that spring looked immaculate. It looked beautiful. And that's what they say, that they, it's how you know they're around, is that spring looks, um, you know, beautiful, clear water. You know, it's perfectly lined out, and that's how it was. And, you know, we were kind of messing around down there, and, uh, as you get further and further and further down, you get closer to the river. And we saw all types of different, like, tracks and prints. And, you know, there's coyotes out there. And there's, you know, we saw cougar tracks. Well, we were thinking it was only, like, an hour or so. Um, the sun was still out. It was real bright. But when we got home, it was weird. It was almost like, you know, we were seeing things. We, were, we kept following down. And it would... And one, day, one thing they say that, that little people do is they shapeshift into things that you're interested in. That get get your you you attracted you know get you kind of going in that that motion. We kept going further and further and further and further and down, and I you know me being the oldest uh, of all the cousins at the time, 
I said, hey, it's time to go back. I don't, I'm getting kind of spidey sense going. And so we start heading back. And I noticed once we got back, like as soon as we crossed out the, the wood lines, it got darker all of a sudden. We've been gone like six, seven, eight hours. And it was dark. But in the woods, it was sun, you know, beautiful outside, uh, 90 degrees, you know, just out here. When we got back, it was getting dark. You can see the kind of sun going down. And I always think about that. I mentioned that to my mom. I said, remember that we was gone? You said that we was gone eight hours and it felt like we was only gone an hour. And she's like, yeah. You know, they had to, you know, they kind of find out, you know, we find out there's things, there's some, there's things out there, you know. But I was all, you know, I was always told that, that you know, that spring, I haven't been down there. I, we we don't go out there because there's things out there. Like I said, I don't the wood line. We don't go out there. My dad does, but my dad's crazy like that, I guess. But uh, Muskogee Creek, Cherokee, full blood. I guess you'd be like that sometimes. But you know, but like I said, the that spring, I always kind of think about sometimes. Like I, I kind of want to go out there and see if it's still there. That spring is. Still beautiful, but it, I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. It's beautiful, you know, perfectly, you know, kind of laid out. And but uh, I always think about that, you know, when it comes to their homes and things like that. Losing time. Yeah, I mean that, that's one thing that was so crazy. It's like I remember I said, man, we felt like we was only out there two an hour, maybe two. But it was like I remember it was you know we come up literally we come up because it's kind of a it's it goes down and it's real steep coming back up. And you kind of got to weave your way in. And we got out past the well, – literally, we stepped past the wood line of the the, the woods. It was it was almost dark. Mm-hmm. But we literally – you look out, and it's still light outside. Mm-hmm. You get past it, it was dark. It was weird. It was kind of crazy. You know, uh, a lot of tribes, you know, you always hear people talking about those traveling songs, you know, being able to travel. You'll hear somebody talking about, oh, I seen so-and-so. I passed him in my car. He was walking, and we got to Oklahoma City, and he he already beat us there, <laughs> you know. And he he knew those Indian ways, you know. And you know, a lot of tribes they believe they got those traveling songs from those LPs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're able to. They say some of them say that he's able to fold that ground, and he'll just step across and then let it go, and he'll mm. you, you'll see something whip by you like a, a breeze. And that's that person using that traveling song, but they also say sometimes he can be in time, mm. you know, to make it where you know he can go and do things that he needs to do, you know, in, in, in just matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. And so they say those kind of songs they all came from those LPs, mm. and every tribe that has or still has that or knows their original way that their people got it they'll tell you they got it from those LPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a story that I remember being told about the there was a during the removal times um about and they actually had a name that there was a LP that traveled with them and they called him Jakaji and they got stuck on uh they kind of got they were at across this river but the river was too high because mm. they had kind of misjudged and um is that I the guess, Jackson Lewis story? Uh, I don't remember where the story came from, but I've heard like um, he was on a horse. Yeah, that's Jackson Lewis. Okay, I couldn't remember that's, where yeah, the that story came from. That's my from. ancestor. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so basically uh, they say that 
that what you said the water was too high and they basically Jackson Lewis was a little boy mm-hmm. riding on that horse and there was a LP sitting on the top of the horse got telling him where, where we to need go. to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. to interrupt you. Sorry. No, no, no. That that was it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was it, so. There's a lot of stories like that. You know, you'll hear those traveling stories, and not only from creeks, but from you know a lot of different tribes. They'll tell yeah. you, you know, so and so used to have that medicine. I'd see him here, and then he'd beat me to the powwow, or he'd beat me here. You know, and yeah. they they said he had that old medicine. You know, and <laughs> uh, you know, I know. Uh, for creeks, you know, you you heard that story even to this day, you know. So there's people that still have that kind of power, you know. They're not just stories, mm-hmm. you know. But you you go visit them and they won't they act like they don't understand you, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me that that's good, you know, because you know you're not supposed to be boastful. You're not yeah. supposed to abuse it. You know, you're supposed to live right. You know. And, and so, you know, those kind of stories you'll hear about, you know, pretty frequently, especially here in Creek, Seminole, Cherokee country. So, yeah, I used to, I used to laugh. We I used to have uh, family member talk about that too. He's a pastor. He used to do that out in out in the uh, uh, kind of Holbert area. It'd be like, uh, "Hey, you need a ride? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll see y'all. See y'all later." They he be up there. He be already at the church, man. It's it's funny, man. I, I I'm glad you you told that, you know, because I I forgot about that. It's just different things like that. But yeah, man, the little people, you know. I just I uh, I just think about I think about them. That's probably one of the most things I think I think about most. That and snakes, tie you know tie snakes and horn snake things like that is because it it almost kind of affects you know Indians all the time. You know, you could, you cross their path, you know, sometimes, you, you know, not saying everybody lives right, but, you know, sometimes, you know, just, you're not right, you know, and, and, and you cross them in a bad way. And next thing you know, you're like losing your job. You're just not, you're just not, it's not, things aren't going well. But, you know, I, I think about, you know, LP all, you know, quite a bit, you know, I know we're all, you're always on the podcast are always like, you know, we don't want to drop nothing yet. Cause this is one of been, you know, this episode here is. I think is the cream of the crop of, of, of stories and things like that. Did we get seen that one video? This is a thing from a while ago, but it's this girl. She's running in tall grass, mm. and I you could barely see it, but it zooms. There's a video where it zooms in, and there's a not too far behind her. There's a little person running with Dang. her and old old style where oh yeah I have that. you seen that I think you yeah. sent that to me now send that to me because i haven't seen that one i, Get on I need to find Tyler. it i need to find it but I, yeah i might have sent it to you mm-hmm. or maybe you it might but, have been me I, I you send me stuff all the time but i mean yeah I, that's that was from dang 2013 Man. or 14 that was an old video because it it was on facebook and then i remember seeing it and then i just i watched it and then i did not get it you know, and but that was before somebody slowed it down, and people in the comments are saying, "Pause here," you know, and zoom in or look close or whatever you got to do. And it's like a blur, though. Like that little person's like a blur, and it's you could barely see it, but it's there. It's like this little little person running. Mm. Like I think it's near her or like not too far behind her, and it's just like running in that tall grass, and it's so crazy. 
Hmm. I have to find it again, but I have to find the one where it zooms in and. But yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. And then that other one too, uh, is it Saskatchewan? Where it's behind the rock? Oh, oh yeah, and they're whistling yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they're blinking their headlights at it, and it's yeah. like I think there's two of them, right? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were whistling at it too. Were they? Yeah, weren't they whistling at it? Um, dang, that's crazy. Turning the headlights off and then whistling and then. Oh yeah, they were. And then turning the light on, and man. You're like, and you mm-hmm. like look around that rock. Like, did you get it? Did you get yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I'm out. <laughs> out. I, I, yeah, that's crazy. I just wanted to say one last thing about this topic. You know, again, you know, I can't speak for any other tribe. You know, I'm just gonna, you know, say this much. You know, about the Muscogee people. You know, again, you know, these are entities that we truly believe in, and you know, even to this day, you know, uh, our medicine people, our real medicine people, the ones that really know things. You know, um, we heard a story down in Okmulgee about one of these guys. You know, they named him in this story. And, you know, these guys, they knew those things. And for us, it's real. You know, I told you about that story, you know, boiling them down to their bones. Mm -hmm. That was kind of like one of the criterias of our medicine people to have that that is a tool and this individual that they named when he passed away he had that bag Mm. and you know his family had to take care of those things you know and not only him but there's several other ones that i could name off the top of my head that i knew when they took when they took their last walk their family had to take care of those bags for them so again, you know, I know, you know, I don't care what anybody else believes or what they think about these topics. I know for me as a Muscogee Creek, I know these things truly exist. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that much. Mudo. Mm-hmm. Mudo. Mm. Me too. I respect them enough. That's why I was like, we need a full episode about it. Everybody can get it out. And a good one is a good one. Um, you guys want to plug up everything before we end this one? <laughs> Plugging it up. No, I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, uh, Tyler Randall, I've got Skoden Cinema, which is kind of on a bit of a hiatus right now. I've just got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I do have a pump action podcast. Me and a buddy of mine been recording that one. We've been, we've been doing it all summer and we've had a lot, a a lot of technical problems with just getting it up. Um, this is my buddy's first podcast. So he's super like quiet. And so like we've had re record record, but we did all of these over the summer and they're just now, coming out so we've got 12 right now um in the tuck yeah 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 and one in the chamber no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. we got 12 in the clip no i'm just kidding uh like real gangsters no but uh pump action podcast so uh i, I put it on scoden right now because i've been talking to the pod father and the thought of trying to start completely over with something news uh you know difficult <laughs> mm-hmm. considering you know how long it take to build up uh Skoden. but uh, hang in there we do have i do have a few episodes coming out i just don't know when um, yeah. so i'm not gonna lie to you but yeah follow me right now on pump action underscore podcast over on instagram no i i thought your i thought your first episodes went real well 
Ah, Mudo, Mudo. Um, you can find me, Yahola Tiger, on Facebook, TikTok, One Man Band 918. And I jo- I'm joining the podcast ranks with these guys right here. I got a new podcast out. The first episode dropped sun- uh, Sunday, November 13th. It's a um, brand new War Cry podcast. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Uh, the audio for my first episode is kind of dicey. Bear with me. It gets better in the second one. Uh, second episode is going to be dropping, I think, right before this episode drops. First episode is basically about um, you know things that aren't as they seem. You know, mm-hmm. um, I tell a story that I was told uh, from a guy who has a, 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 a YouTube podcast. Um, it's a, basically about the, a, a gin, basically Middle mm-hmm. Eastern. Trickster shapeshifter, um, and in the second episode, I'll have uh, and I know we mentioned it before, but basically, I know you guys kind of you know before I came on here, y'all talked about Bigfoot, but I'm ta- I talk about Bigfoot and medicine and the relationship with that, um, and I do mention uh, I do have a clip there from Bigfootville that documentary back in I think it's '04, hmm. so that's War Cry podcast. You can find that like I said, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and it's also available on YouTube. What a this is uh, Christopher Honka Hill. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I got some new uh, ghost adventure videos I got. I went uh, up to San Diego. You'll see where I went and visited. I even went to uh, Yaholist Old Stomping Grounds and checked out everything, too. So that's on there, too. So, again, you want to find something like that, check it out. Mudo. Yep. Go check out everybody's podcasts their stories, their visuals, everything they got going on. Uh, I guess I'll get my personal Okie podcast at Rustamus49, Russell Sonigo on Facebook. Add me, check me out. If you want us to come to your community, let me know. Um, hit that subscribe button on YouTube for Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Follow us on TikTok at Reservation underscore Mysteries. We're on Instagram as well. Um. And also, check us out on Spotify. If you love Spotify, our videos are on Spotify as well. So I thought that was a really cool option that they gave this podcast. So if you don't have YouTube for some reason, check us out on Spotify. Our videos on there. If you don't have Spotify, I don't know what to tell you. But <laughs> um, And then our the shirts. Let me give an update on that. Uh, I just got them in, so I'll be printing on them soon. And... Took a little while for shipping, but uh, everybody's shirt should be on the way very soon. I will contact everybody within a week or two to really clarify the shipping address. So, they're on the way. Um, Yeah, so stay spooky.